Before we start with our things, actually, I have two yeah. things to note to you, and those mm -hmm. are, so you know David Hasselhoff. Well, actually, you might not know him personally, but you know of David Hasselhoff. Not personally, but I, I do know of him. Yes. I grew up in the 80s, so I am a big lover of the Hoff. Did you know? Yeah, the Hoff, right. So he started um, yes. officially going by Hoff now because it's less of a hassle. <laughs> Oh, oh my so cow. And um, so I was at the doctor's <laughs> office the other day, and there's a nurse there, and she, I overheard the, her talking to the doctor, and she said, so, doctor, how is the patient doing that fell into the upholstery machine? Um, and the doctor said, well, he's fully recovered. Oh, oh my gosh. And, <laughs> and now, fully recovered. now we start things. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's start things. I hear some music in the I background. I hear beautiful so music. In let's the get this thing started. <laughs> Greetings and salutations to all the denizens of the furry fandom and Mubark fluff. I am not barely normal. Nor am I barely normal. It's true. Barely's off to FC this week. So, tis I, Rain Raccoon, your humble guest go host and producer sitting in for him. Uh, with us this week is a voice you may not have heard for a while. It's that mischievous maker of mayhem, that pup of prodigious punnery, the one, the only, Taven. How the fluff are you, my friend? Hi. Um... Bark. Oh, yes. My name is Taven. I am a Bark Bark, and I, I am here. I have been gone for a while, but I'm back. Uh, much to every fur's dismay. And not, I don't not think just, that's the right word. Not just dismay, but also last March. They were... <laughs> this April? This too? April. Oh, yeah. You asked me how I am, and I'm, I'm fine. I'm doing things, and I run around. And how are you, Mr. Rain? What's going on with you? Well, I am doing fantastic. I have had a really decent week. We just got back, uh, you and I and Orville, yes. just got back from A&W 5. And it was wonderful and amazing. So much fun. So much fun. So busy. Oh, this pup was so busy, like... Organizing yes. the film festival and the first festival games and emceeing those and just adult and the adult and, and the, the kids first two games. hours straight. That's a lot for this pup, but I did it. I did. Yes, um, yes, you were a very very tired pup. Very tired pup, but it was really it was, it was really busy. But it was really really good. It was definitely one I always yes. have loved. NW ever since the first one, but I think this was um, one of the better ones. I think it was really good. Well, this is my second one, and I. Think it was my best one because last year everybody was still kind of like leery about going to conventions. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And so it wasn't it was there wasn't as many people. And this year, like the attendance was fantastic. What was it like twenty one hundred like, or something? Twenty? Yes, yeah. something like that. Twenty one hundred uh, and so many more fursuits than than uh, last. So year. many. Yeah, me and my hubby were. We're noting that too. Like um, in the first suit, yes, Prey just kept going and going and going. And what was it? Fifteen thousand raised for charity. That's pretty good for a over fifteen over because 15. they didn't they didn't get the full total oh, when they right. did when they announced it on stage. So I think Gabriel is probably going to announce the full total in a couple of days or something nice. like that. Very very cool. Um, so if any of you first were at A and W, um, 
it, well, I hope you had a great time because uh, we sure did. Can't wait for the next one. Yes. So speaking of my honey, I think you mm-hmm. know that he's not good at like remembering and telling jokes. <laughs> oh, is this like a, a thing like with, like Alex has? Yes, uh, Ale- Alex honey. has that. Yes. My my hubby does too. But the other day, he remembered a joke a two a whole two days after he had <gasps> learned the joke. <laughs> That is fantastic. Would you like to hear the joke? Of course I would. So all you furs, uh, this is shout out to my honey who remembered this joke. And it goes. A horse walks into a bar and orders a pint. The bartender says, you're in here pretty often, guy. Do you think you might be an alcoholic? The horse says, I don't think I am, and disappears. So that's the joke. But let me tell you that this is in reference to Descartes' famous... um, I uh, think, saying, therefore I, I am. Therefore I am. Now, you see, I could have yes. explained that before telling the joke, but that would be putting Descartes before the horse. <laughs> oh, so good. Okay, that one is really that, good. But my can, honey remembered that, your, and I was so proud of it. <laughs> give Tatsu a big hug for me because that that made me chuckle. I will do that. I like that one. I, he will actually be very happy to know that made you chuckle. I, it was good because I like puns like that. They're a little bit... Uh, kind of like your second level puns. My, they are kind. It was that was actually like a second level pun right mm-hmm. there. You remember? So something about Star Wars. So um, Han Solo and Luke uh, was talking to Luke, Chewie, and Obi Wan, and said, "Let's order some Chinese food." And Luke said, "Well, I don't know how to use chopsticks." And Obi Wan just said, "Use the forks, Luke." I got him! Great kid. Don't get cocky. Oh, all right. That one wasn't good. That That one was bad. And since we just had Christmas, I have a Christmas fact. Would you like a Christmas fact? Okay. I would love a Christmas fact. So, you you know the song Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Very well. Very, very well. It's a little known fact that there are actually 12 reindeer. And in the song, you only hear nine. But there's the song, Mm. actually, if you listen very closely, there's actually 12. So the song goes, you know, there's Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Common and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. Mm-hmm. So that's eight of them. Right. And of course, Rudolph makes nine. Yes. Now the other three. So there's Olive, you know, all of the other reindeer. You still oh, have yes, to call it yes, names. yes. So that's 10. Um, the Olive 11th, was kind of a jerk. I know. I've heard that too. Yeah. Like he, him and martinis and things. <laughs> and uh, the 11th reindeer is Hal. Because then how the, the reindeer loved him. So it's in there too. Oh, how was nice. How was very nice. And the 12th one is the least known. It's hard to pick him out, but it's in there. So the 12th reindeer is Andy. Because remember, the song goes, Andy shouted out with glee. Andy did shout out with glee. Andy did. And for anybody that thinks glee. how is not a name, I actually work with somebody named how. It's true. It is. H-O-W-E. Yes. Um, okay, so that's what I have to say about all of that. <laughs> okay, so should we get to the past today? Because I don't think I have anything for the past today. Um, I have a few. Yes, I actually have some things for Yay. the past today. So I have several things. One is that in Season 3, Episode 4... Okay. Um, this is actually the episode when I was talking about the history and politics of Ska. Oh, yes. Um, I love that one. Actually, yeah. we were talking, Barely one. and I were talking one. about that when I was over at his house the other day. Oh, yeah. really? 
you were re- recalling it and I was recalling it because we were we were just chatting about things and I said I said and he said look Tabin doesn't do any editing I said no that is not true because Tabin edited that whole history of ska piece and I was very impressed with it it took well thank you yes. it took actually a lot of work to do that as I'm sure you might know <laughs> um so in that episode barely defined bug fuggle <laughs> and I don't re- okay he, he did and I forget why I made a note about that, but I made a note. And so there's um, that. But also in that episode, Verily segued, made a wonderful segue into the Broad ad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the segue, it was in regards to a disaster in the restroom. And it was a hilarious, wonderful segue. And so drop in clip of that. Okay. <laughs> I'll have to go back, back in time. Although this kind of last week today or past today, I I used the word bug fuggle. Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> and and you said you'll have to define that. And I thought, oh, I okay. gave myself work. I gave myself work. So bug fuggle, bug fuggle. It's as a verb. It's in the transitive state, and that oh. is to lose your mind completely. In a giddy fashion, such giddy. as when a new giddy as not kitty but giddy as like crazy giddy giddy that kind of giddy with two D's like when a new movie comes out about a celebrity whom you are a huge fan. For example, Tabin went completely bug fuggle over the new Weird Al Yankovic movie with Daniel Radcliffe playing Weird Al coming out on the Roku channel. As an adjective, you can use it to be extremely crazy over a thing. For example. Barely went bug fuggle because the Telegram chat would not leave him alone. They didn't. Why didn't they leave you alone? I don't know. They just won't leave me alone. And that's what bug fuggle okay. is. There well, you go. There you go. Good to know. Who knew Good. that uh, words could be made up on the on the fly or or on the flea? It better not be a big word or else he's not going to be able to fly around very well. That's right. It spells disaster. It spells disaster. And don't let it be the word shorter. That's oh that's right, cow. So you know what? You know what, David? You know what does not? You know what helps prevent disasters in the restroom? I don't know what barely. Well, I'm going to say that Broad Electrolyte no. Vitamins yes. is going to help you from having a disaster nice in the segue. bathroom. Very nice. Because segue. if you if you take a couple of Broad tablets with any beverage before any heavy activity or alcoholic binging or anything like that, you will not be hung over. You will be, you will totally have a great time and there will not be a disaster in the bathroom later on or the next morning. So and if you want to play Scrabble, you'll have to wait till the next day. That's, that's right. Oh, I hope Mark doesn't listen to this. Now return you to your normal BFFT time stream already in progress. 
And also last time I was on the show, um, which has been a while, but so season three, episode 35, mm-hmm. so like a month ago, um, I talked about why leaves change color. You did. And so now I would like to continue. Continue. Yes. Pray tell continue. Yes. So last time, meaning a month ago, I talked about how there are three factors that influence autumn leaf color. Leaf pigments, mm-hmm. length of night, and weather. And last time I talked about leaf pigments. So now I want to talk about the length of night and how it affects <gasps> autumn um, fall leaf color change. Yeah. That sounds great. Are you excited? Yes, I, like ni- I like the nighttime to be as long as possible because the nighttime as is the possible. right time. The, for the raccoon mm-hmm. and the moon. And the goat. And, <laughs> and the goat. Don't put the goat before the horse. Put the horse that has before nothing to do with anything. So I'll just continue on. Yeah. And say, in early autumn, in response to the shortening days and declining intensity of sunlight, leaves begin the process of, uh, 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 they do, but they also begin the processes leading up to their fall off the leaves. Do you like how I saved myself, you, sort of, but not You sort really. of did, yes, but not really. That, that was good. Not really. Uh, the veins that carry fluids into and out of the leaf gradually close off as a layer of cells form at the base of each leaf. These clog veins trap sugars in the leaf and promote production of anthocyanin, which is a leaf pigment that I talked about last Mm -hmm. time. There it is. Once the separation layer is complete and the connecting tissues are sealed off, the leaf is ready to fall. And so the question is, how does weather then affect the autumn color? Well, the amount of brilliance of the colors that develop in any particular autumn season are related to weather conditions that occur before and during the time the chlorophyll and the leaves is dwindling. Temperature and moisture are the main influences. The main ones. So there's where our horses are with their main the manes. They're, they're beautiful manes. Beautiful flowing yes. in the wind and the wheat. This is, I'll tell you how the weather affects How does the weather really affect it? A succession of warm, sunny days and cool, crisp, but not freezing nights seems to bring about the most spectacular color displays. <sighs> I have noticed that. I have noticed that. Yes. Because yes. the spectacular. Yes. The most spectacular are when we have kind of really mild autumns and we get those beautiful poppy colors. Ah, there you go. Yes. Puppy colors, even. Puppy colors and poppy colors. And puppy, we're, we're puppy all, colors it, actually. It works. Yes. Puppies that are colored like you are beautiful. Oh, well, now you're... They are. They are. I'm just going to yes. say yes. Uh, they blue, are definitely... teal, oh, oh, purple. Purple, oh, all, the all the most beautiful, beautiful colors. Oh. And gray. These are the most beautiful things. And gray. Because I like gray. Cause and gray. I'm gray. A nice gray. I've got lots of gray. You are. You're a raccoon. you got gray and white. And white. And black. Oh, my cow. Um. Anyway, so... uh, Hi. Hi. Whales, you are... We are way off looking. of... Um, they are off of the everything. Yes. Oh, during these days, <laughs> lots of sugar are produced in the leaf, but the cool nights and the gradual closing of veins going into the leaf prevent these sugars from moving out. Out. Kind of like an these overbearing parent. Moving out? Yeah, they prevent them from moving out. Overbearing parents don't let their kids move out. Oh, yeah, the other way. The other way around, yes. I I got it, I see, yes. Exactly, exactly. These conditions, that is the lots of sugar and light, spur production of the brilliant anthocyanin pigments, which tint reds, 
purples and crimson. And for those that don't know, crimson is red. Crimson is red because carotenoids, no, caroten, yeah, carotenoids, which is another the three pigments that I talked mm-hmm. about last time, are always present in leaves. The yellow and gold colors remain fairly constant from year to year. The amount of moisture in the soil also affects autumn colors. Autumnal soil moisture. Soil moisture with the aphidemnomines milk in their... Uh, uh, <laughs> something about a stroke, I think you mentioned before. Yeah, but uh, we, it must be catching. It's, it's very catching. Uh, the countless combination of these two highly variable factors assure that no two autumns can be alike. Ah, exactly. Like So that makes sense because there's lots of like there's only two things there, but like there's lots of variable right, within right. those two things. Because I've gone through um, the same. No- so there's, this, there's this neighborhood I love to drive through on the way home during the autumn. And oh, yeah. certain years that I've driven through there, it's been just gorgeous, like just really a whole uh-huh. bunch of different colors. And then vibrant, vi- very vibrant. And then there's been other autumns that I've driven through there, and not quite as nice. I mean, still pretty, but the colors aren't as vibrant. Right. It's just more kind of yellows and little, and like oranges, like a dull yeah. yellow or dull, dull yellow, dull red. orange. Yeah, yeah, not as yeah. It's really yeah, amazing. Not as uh, vibrant, popping. Yeah, so, I mean, I've gone out on my little puppy walks every now and then. I've noticed the same thing too. Like this autumn's like, wow, look at those. Yeah. Oh my! And then it's like all red on one side of the street, and then on the other, it's like a totally different mm-hmm. thing. It's like, why does it do that? But there you go. Yeah, it's very interesting. It is very interesting. Trees. Trees are amazing. They are. So a late spring, you know, of course, spring might come earlier or later, mm-hmm. some, depending on the year. A late spring or severe summer drought can also delay the onset of fall color by even a few weeks. Mm. A warm period during fall uh, will also lower the intensity of the autumn color. So this is actually hitting on what you were yeah. just talking about. So there you go. On the other hand, a warm, wet spring and a favorable summer weather mm. and warm, sunny fall days. These are a lot of words I'm having a lot of trouble with right now. Uh, with cool nights should produce the most brilliant autumn brilliant. colors. So talking a little bit more about the trees generally, what all this does for the tree, because it, it actually isn't just something that happens to the tree, but it actually does something for the tree. So it's not just the tree dressing up pretty. It's not just the tree dressing up pretty for the salad. Mm. Um, dressing salad dress was no, stupid. That, no, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, winter. Winter is a word. Winter is certainly <laughs> having so much trouble. Oh my cow! <laughs> winter is a certainty that all vegetation in the temperate zones must face. Must face each year. They must. I'm so glad I'm almost done reading all this because I'm having so much trouble. Perennial plants, including trees, must have some sort of protection to survive freezing temperatures and other harsh wintertime influences. Stems, twigs, and buds are equipped to survive extreme cold so that they can reawaken when spring heralds the start of another growing season. Tender leaf tissues. This herald guy. This herald guy is going to call in any second and demand an explanation why we're talking about him on the mm-hmm. show without his explicit, explicit p- 
permission? Indeed. He and Wally B. Socks like hang out and stuff oh, and be like badmouth the show. Say his name, <laughs> he'll come on again. I know it's true. It's true. I mean, um, that one thing that came on the show mm-hmm. one time. Tender leaf tissues, however, would freeze in the winter. And so because of that, plants must either toughen up or protect their leaves or dispose of them. So they have no choice because of the um, weather. Mm. And so that concludes how my talking about how the weather affects autumn co- color. So next week, I'll talk about the third aspect, which is the, um, oh, I just did. <laughs> I was, I was going to say next week I'll continue talking about the third component, just, which was weather, and I just talked about it. So next week, tune in because Taven will not be talking about the third aspect because he's already talked about it. Because I just talked about it. That was very efficient of me. So efficient, um, efficient pup. Yay. Um. Okay. So that concludes everything I have to say about that. Uh, uh, I, about, I was only going to talk about the length. Of, okay, anyway. Hi. <laughs> hi. So do we have any more um, past today? We don't. We don't. But I do have a joke. <gasps> oh, tell me a joke. I will tell you a joke after. Oh, here's my puppy dish. Let me uh, take a dr- little sippy lap from my puppy dish. Oh, get a lap of that lovely, lovely water. It was a lap. It's very, I don't know if you saw that, but the water coming from my puppy dish just now is all like, like springy and lightly refreshing. Oh yes, looking it, it is. looks so refreshing. Yeah, uh, i i got I got special treatment tonight. My my honey gave me some special puppy water, oh. so I feel a little special. Nice. Um. Oh yeah, a joke. So a man goes into a bar with a newt sitting on his shoulder. The bartender says, "What an interesting pet. What's its name?" The man says, "Tiny." The bartender says, "Well, why did he name him Tiny?" And the man says, "Well, because that's my newt." Oh, gosh, my newt. And I did that just now. You did that. You did that. And, and it was good. It was actually pretty good. It, it, it was, I might have to um, repeat that next week for just for barely. We'll see. We'll yes, because I'm probably editing this, so he won't hear it. I know. He actually, he doesn't listen to like. Not anymore. He used like, to listen when I would edit, but now now he doesn't. Oh, really? Yeah. Now it's like, nah, now he's like, he trusts me. I don't want to hear what a recommendation is. He trusts me now. We'll say he trusts you. Silly yes. Silly bear. I, I like Silly, bear. Silly bear. <laughs> so. So, Mr. Rain Raccoon. Yes. I believe you have some amazing, that's just stupid, and news of the odd I things do. to report to so, us So, every week we do a spot that barely started called That's Just Stupid, which he has now expanded to. That's just stupid and news of the odd. Yes, because there are lots of stupid things. There with, are. Uh, Barely and now Rain has found lots of, they're not necessarily stupid, but just a little bit odd things that are very interesting to hear about. So, yes, Mr. Rain, tell us what you have to tell us this week. Okay, so this first one is actually in the stupid category. Um, So this is a not-so-bright idea. So a dog owner named Eric Torres, who owns a pet store in Doral, Florida, Florida man, go figure, is facing charges after he brought his Pomeranian died to look like Pikachu to a Miami Heat game on December 26th. 
Uh, it made NBA history because nobody's ever seen a Pikachu dog ne- sitting next to an NBA player before, Torres said. You know, I, I believe that sentence that you just said. That yes. is a true thing, I'm sure. <laughs> but the Miami-Dade County Animal Service officials were not amused. No animal should be died regardless of whether or not there's an ordinance prohibiting that said the assistant director Kathleen and because if it was died then it's not living anymore <laughs> true it could not be living sometimes it could not be living I mean depending on what you use to die then um, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very very true yeah. so she, oh, she noted that wow, it is that unlawful very... for any person to possess sell or otherwise transfer within the county any dyed or artificially colored rabbit or other animal Torres is fighting the charge and saying that the dog is not for sale and he used dye that is safe for consumption. He also has no plans to remove the dye. So that's just no. stupid. I mean, why would you do that I to mean, a kinda, poor Pomeranian? Yeah. I mean, oh, little they are dog. so puffy dogs. They're, they're so cute. Um, but yeah, that's just oh, stupid. My. So the next one is... I think falls more into the odd category, the news of the odd category. Uh, odd category? Yes. So in, it's about a two-legged fox. And it's not a furry. It's two-legged? It's not a furry before you before you get too excited. It's not a furry. I was excited. Uh, so in Derbyshire, England, Phil and Jane Carter are used to seeing foxes on their lawn. But the Telegraph reported that on December 17th, uh, a visitor to their garden caught their attention. Jane spotted a fox nosing around in their turf looking for something to eat while balancing on its front legs, the only legs it had, and yelled at her husband to come see it. It was fascinating, Phil said. It stood bolt upright and ran like a human being on two legs. He got in touch with experts at the Derbyshire National Reserve who told him that the fox was likely born with a disability and had learned to survive. Well, foxes are usually shy, the special animal hung around for about 45 minutes before it took off like a rocket, Phil said. Wow. Yes. And, and that was uh, re- that was like just um, recently. Yeah, very recently. And then this third one's, uh, I think, in the, in the odd, too. It's about a record-breaking puppy. So a... Oh, I'm excited. A I dog wait. on his hind legs jumps ropes... 32 times in 30 seconds for a world record. I want to go on YouTube and watch this already. Yes, so a jump roping, <laughs> jump roping dog and his German owner broke the Guinness Book of World Records by skipping rope 32 times in 30 seconds. Wolfgang, and I'm going to really butcher his last name, Lauenberger, a dog trainer whose talented canines have performed circus acts, taught one of his dogs, Baloo, to jump rope on his hind legs. Uh, the duo made an official attempt in Stukenbrock, North Rhine, Westphalia, and earned the record for most skips by a dog on his hind legs in 30 seconds when they both vaulted over the jump rope 32 times in half a minute. Lohenberger said That's his awesome. dogs That's have set awesome. multiple Guinness Book World Records, and his daughter Alexa is also a dog trainer and has appeared on Germany's Got Talent in and Britain's Got Talent. So very talented wonder, family and very talented pets. Indeed. 
I might have actually seen Germany's Got Talent. I remember seeing um, Dog Trainer and doing a dog show thingy. So that, maybe that, that could have That's been. very cool. Yes. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. Looks- and I was just thinking about that 32 times in 30 seconds. That's I don't like, think I could do that. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean. I could maybe do one time in 30 seconds. Maybe. If I didn't get tangled up in the rope. I know. I would probably, my posies would just oh, trip all over gosh, the place. Gosh, posies and tail. Oh my gosh! How, oh, what do you do with your tail? Combination. No. I oof, I don't even. I'm gonna have to think about that. I have no idea. So that that concludes our news of the weird and odd and stupid. Do boo boo. I don't know what that is. So that oh, brings us cow. to media. And uh, so I'm still reading the Arcane Hearts series by Nazri Noor. Uh, our listeners the past couple weeks have probably heard my yeah. feelings on this series. And they haven't changed. If anything, I like it even more. And so if you're sick of listening to me talk about it, just go read it. And you will understand why I love it so much. Very nice. Very nice. Haven't really been watching anything lately because uh, I spent last week getting ready to DJ at A&W. Oh, yeah. So all you furs, sorry you have to say, but I have shout out to Rain right here. Um, Rain was invited. Actually, he didn't even apply. Well, but I, was invited. I did apply after I was invited. Oh, you applied after. Um, but Gabriel came up to me at Get Out the Float and said, "I want Rain." So it, it's both. Um, Are you sure he wasn't talking about so the Rain weather? Did a... <laughs> maybe <laughs> I want Rain. I mean, I, it's too sunny mm, out here in Seaside, maybe, Oregon. Yeah. Um, but uh, so Rain did a DJ set at A and W. Um, and it was really great. Lots of great 80s. And he oh my God, it was so much inadvertently fun. made this pup dance on stage that whole entire time. I tried to leave, but he kept playing really good songs. I'm like, oh, Rain, what are you doing? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway. I didn't give him any rest And you rest can check it out. I think, Rain, you posted your um, My Mixcloud, yes. Somewhere. My Mixcloud is available on, like, I think it's Mixcloud slash Rain Raccoon. Um, it's in the chat and I will post it onto the notes for this episode. So Very if anybody nice. wants so, to hear um, the track first... they missed, they can listen to them. The one track. They oh, the tracks. Cause... tracks. Oh yes. Uh, yeah. So, so an, an hour of great, uh, raccoon DJing some, um, 80s and 90s, yeah. uh, you can listen to. Very, very nice. It was very, very fun. Exciting. Very cool. That, that yeah. was. It was very fun. It was. Like, I I have, like, I've played big crowds before, but usually not, like, 200, 300 people at once on the dance floor. And the dance it floor. Was yeah, nope. It was crazy packed. It was It was fun. There was a lot of furs out there. there I was. happy to see that you had a good and one And really one cardboard turnout. celebrity. I don't know who it was, but. It, it was... <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah! I remember the card. I don't remember who that was either. I don't, but, uh, I mean, yeah, I remember the cardboard um, celebrity. So yeah, that's why I haven't really had any time to watch TV the last week. But I did find some time to replay Jedi Fallen Order, the Star Wars video mm. game, with the cute redheaded guy. Oh, fun! Oh, so I could refresh my uh, my brain for the upcoming sequel in March. So uh, oh. I really love that game. All of the Jedi games, it's got to be hands down the most entertaining and cinematic. It's like you get to oh, take nice. part in a movie. It's really well done. And I'm super looking forward to the next chapter, the, ne- the sequel, as it were. I'll have to write this down. I might have to um, 
Check it out. So what's this called for all you furs out there? Jedi Fallen Order. And it, it was out, uh, I think, about two years ago now. I think it came out during the okay. pandemic. And it stars the uh, actor who played the Joker in Gotham. Oh, really? Yes, that very okay. cute redheaded guy from Gotham that plays Joker. I, for, I forget who that is, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm I know blanking on his about. name. He is, nice. he, is, he is fantastic actor. And because the game's all done with, with motion capture, you're actually, it's actually like almost watching a movie. So they, they motion captured their faces and, and all that stuff. So oh, wow. It's, very cool. Yeah. I'm going to have to check the this out. cinematics are just, it's like watching a movie. So next week, um, you will have to come on to the past today and let us know the name uh, of the redhead. Oh, yes, I will. I will do that. Yay. Yay. So what about you, Tabin? Neat. What have you been watching and reading and ingesting media-wise? And all that. And, you know, I'm the same. A&W, you know, kept me so, like, busy. We, we haven't had much time to do I stuff. But we, I, I continue watching South Park for lunches. Uh, it's so good. It I mean, is. I'm back, like, re-watching season 12 and all. They, it, you know, Man Trey are so, like, they're geniuses. Oh, yeah. I mean, what they come up with, and it's not. It's I mean, topical. You know, it's, it's kind it's, of, it's kind of cheeky it's it's just it but it's so well done too yeah it does it's like really well done it's so good it's so good it's so funny so i've been watching that and let's see we finished oh what else i let's see where's my notes why is my notes not in front of me i don't know my notes um i had my notes right here did some puppy eat your notes i think this pup might have eaten um my notes why is that there I, I don't know. I don't have chicken steaks. Goodness sakes, chicken steaks. <laughs> oh, wait. I need page five. Rain, where is page five? Uh, um, I don't know. There's a whole bunch of pages on your desk. There are. I don't. I don't know which one's my, page My posies are too big and fluffed to tell me where oh, page five. Oh, my goodness. Because my media is on page five. <sighs> wait, let me try something. So all you furs out there are having an amazing time listening to this pup right here, having no idea where page five is. And that's exciting. Um, Okay. I found page five and it says, Oh, South park. Oh yeah. Okay. I've, (laughs) we've been rewatching Will and Grace. We're in season two. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yes. It's so good. You know, it's back in the late nineties, but it's like just really still really good. Yeah. And even when you get into to the second iteration of Will and Grace, where uh, so after Will and Grace series ends, they brought it back for I think two or three oh, seasons. I heard about that. Yes. I think barely mentioned that last time. Yes. I hadn't. I did. I haven't seen. Very. That. It's very good. It's very good. Um, it wraps up a lot of the things that you kind of wondered about from the first series. Like, is Will really gay? Will is yes. The actor, not so much. Unfortunately. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jack is though. He's very gay. Uh, I could probably say that. No, that's very, very cool. We'll have to, um, when we get done rewatching all the seasons. Well, they may just lump out. them that's, in that's with the, the, the new seasons in with, with all of them. So you may actually end up watching them all once oh, you get and to the right point. Watch it anyway. Yeah. I see. Very good. Very exciting. Very nice. We also, you might remember, I've talked about on the show that we watched the show, Netflix show Elite. Yes. I remember you telling me about this. Have you watched I have show? not had a chance to yet. Like I said, been busy and uh, yeah. Yeah, I I mean you know we we talked about the show like a long time ago and and barely couldn't I mean barely's not going to listen to this so we can talk bad all we want about him right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, well, unless he listens um, to this, 
in which case, I don't know. But so Elite, I talked about on the show, I think it's Portugal, but it's not subtitles, but they they overdub. Yes. And it does a pretty good job. It's like really good. And it's really, really popular. And after I talked about it the first time when I started watching it, barely tried watching it, but he couldn't get past the like the technical stuff. Yeah. Like when they were outside. Out I mean, he yeah. just couldn't get past. And it's like, so he, he stopped watching it. It's like, it's a really good show, but he stopped watching because he couldn't. Some people can't um, deal with, with dubbed stuff. I mean, I grew no, up in the, the, in the age of, uh, you know, in the, in the budding age of anime on, American television, and so I kind of got uh, used to the fact that there's going to be some out of sync talking. Just get used to it. You just muted yourself again, pup. Hi, Hi. I was muted, pup, which I'm sure a lot of furs would like to do. Like at A and W, there were probably like a lot. Like what were there? Twenty one hundred furs that wanted me to be. Nobody muted, wanted you to to be <laughs> muted, as is evidenced oh, well, by our so story time. The story time was off the rails. Nobody wanted you muted. They uh, and they all stayed. So any fur, yes, um, that didn't get to see. Oh, I haven't posted that. It's an extra I don't know half if hour. It actually, all got recorded. It 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 went an hour and a half. Yeah. It was supposed to only go an hour, but it went an hour and a half. I this pup right here went off the rails. Like started just singing weird al acapella and whatever al acapella things I did not plan. And wasn't you? Didn't you say that you told Barely about that? And Barely I did. was like. I would have just gone crazy. Yeah, he's like, I don't know if I could have handled that. I'm like, well, the audience was having such a good time. No, we couldn't stop. Like, (laughs) no, it's like I asked him, should I do this? And there, or should I read the next story? And they're like, yes, do it. Like, okay, fine. Anyway, it was fun. I thought it was a fun little change of pace, and it did not bother me. I had fun. I was getting a little worried because we were getting close to my DJ set. I was a little worried, but I was like, ah, yes. Orville is here. If I have to just bust out of here and run to the DJ set, I will. And you were just like upstairs. You didn't have to go. Yeah, one floor up. One floor up. Yep. Nice. No, it was a really good change of pace for my, if any of you first have ever been to my story time with Tabin. It was, there was a lot of the, you know, standard what I do, but uh, also very different. So if any first out there got to catch it, that is not like COVID or something, but (laughs) got to catch my story time with Tabin at AW. Hope you really enjoyed it because it was a unique experience. I think they did because it was it was very audience interactive and I think they kind of enjoyed it. Good. Yeah. No, I think we all did. It was very, very good. But in wow, um, I kind of got like disrailed right there, but that was my media for the last few weeks or whatever. Now we are going to go to trivia because Barely didn't leave me the Ooh. this or that book. Trivia. And this should be right up your Alley. My little puppy alley. Alley. All right. So the trivia I have chosen for you today, pup, should you choose to accept the mission, is Weird Al Trivia. Oh, my cow. Oh, my cow. I'm so glad that Barely did not leave you the this or that. I kind of am, too, because some of these I did not know. And you know that aside from Pup, I am probably one of the biggest Weird Al fans on this podcast. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, are you ready to play? I am ready to play the Weird Al trivia. The Weird Al trivia. All right. 
So we are going to play the Weird Al trivia. Question number one. How long has Weird Al been playing the accordion? What age was he when he started? Oh, wow. Um, I actually want to say 12. No. Oh, cow. He was <laughs> seven years old. Wow. That's, that's a young and that's, yes. that's early. That's early. So, okay. question number two. Yes. When did he start using the name Weird Al? Oh, I actually at one point knew the answer to this. When did he first using? Um, you can you can say like what part in his life because like the year is not important. Is what part in his life? Um, was it when he started on the Doctor Demento show? Ooh, no, no. Oh, it no. was when he was in college. Uh, he hosted a radio show under the name Weird Al. He did. Yes. He did. Oh, that's so true. I forgot about that. And then later was Dr. Dementia. Yes. But, um, well, yeah. I, yes, yeah. sort of at later and before, too. Because I think he had a song when he was and like before. 16 that got on to Dr. His Demento. His first song on Dr. Demento, I believe, was um, My Bologna. Yes. Yes, I think so. Um, but I think he also actually had something little submitted to Dr. Demento before that that, that wasn't like – it didn't hit big. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I did a lot of research oh. today. You know, I see. <laughs> I might have to check this yes. out. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to find the article and send it to you. Okay. Yeah, Question definitely. number. And uh, Rain will post the article on the website too. Yes, I will. For any of you first that are curious. Okay. Question number three. What Weird Al song was the first to crack the top 100? Oh, I know this one. Um, I'll give you a hint. I played the non-parody version during my set at A&W. Dare to be stupid. No. Because... Oh! Ah, that was a trick. Oh, played, okay, let me try again. Let me try, no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Because um, you played that song. I did, but the, that was for you. Okay, okay. I, I, got, I know you're so sweet. And it's they, not a parody. Dare me. to be stupid is an no. original Al song. It is an original. Oh wow! I so I was just testing you. Yeah, yeah, passed. I passed. Yay! Nice. Um, I mean, I want to say, and so I'm going to say what I was going to say before you gave me the hint. So we'll see if it actually okay. works. I think it was another one rides the bus. Ooh, no! Oh, no. It was Ricky. You did Ricky. Yeah, you did. You I, didn't do another one. I, I did the dust. Mickey, you did Ricky which is the original song. Mickey, I mean, yeah. Yes, yes. Ah, pup. I did know that. That's no, three wow. now. You've gotten wrong out of ten. This is oh, this is not wow. looking good. I I was. This is not looking good. I was. I'm getting worried for you. Okay. I'm getting worried for me too. So, question number four: Who okay. is the only artist? Who did not give Al permission to parody his song? Um, you was it Michael Jackson? No, no. Wait a minute. No, you sing um, the no, song? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. He did. I um, I know this. I so know this one. You you do. You know this um, one really well. It's one of the this, ones we uh, practice the most. Um. Oh. Oh no. Wait. Um. Well, it's one of the wait. ones we. Pra- <laughs> it's one of the ones we practice the most. 
It's not on the it's not on the list um, of aspirational ones, but it's it's one of the ones we practice the most. Well, I mean, was it um um uh oh <laughs> this is sounding so this is the best episode of the show ever. Isn't <laughs> um, ever um ah uh, um ah uh, uh, have you seen you remember of course you remember Rain um uh barely made the video the pup with nothing the pup to with say. nothing to say, yes. So are you first if you go to my YouTube and search for the pup with nothing to say, or even probably if you just go to YouTube and search for the pup with nothing to say, you can see this awesome little video that barely made um about anyway i'll leave it at that go check that out if you actually watch it write in let us know oh yeah i watched that and let us know what you think about it it is a good um camo millionaire no i know that i totally know this one all right i'm gonna tell you the artist and then you tell me the song coolio um, Amish Paradise. Exactly. That's the one. So a breakdown in communication between Yankovic, Coolio, and Coolio's record label led to release of Gangster's Paradise parody against Coolio's wishes. Yankovic sent a personal That's apology right. and now only acquires p- permission directly from the artist. Because that's I something Al that. does. Al does not do parodies. Even though legally he can do a parody of any song he wants... He never does them now without direct permission from the artist. He's a really good, nice guy. He is a very nice guy. All right, so that's... Al, when are you going to come on the podcast and talk to us? Exactly. We're waiting. I will sing a really horrible puppy version of one of your songs if you come on the show. We will have to to make sure that he comes on the show. We, We have to make sure he listens to the show first, probably. Uh, So probably wait good. Uh, Or I can just email him. That, that might work, too. Or that, too. <laughs> okay. Question number five. What oh, five. is the only song parody that Al did not come up with himself? Oh. All the other questions I feel that I have actually known. It's just I haven't thought about things for a while, so I forgot. But this is actually something... I don't think I've ever known. Mm. So I'm going to guess. Let's see. It's in, guess. Have you seen the movie on who uh, on uh, on Roku yet? The the one with um, Daniel Red- yes. Radcliffe. I haven't seen. Oh, it yet, see, you would not, know if no. you saw that. Oh, jeez. Because um, some some artists really wanted that Yankovic bump. Um, give me a hint. Okay, she was very popular artist in the eighties and. She has a single name that she goes by. Single name she goes by. There's only two popular well, ones. Well, it's got to be Madonna. Yeah. And see, I was going to guess um, uh, girls just want to have lunch, but then you said one name. So it's like Madonna and Madonna. Oh, come on. Uh, like, uh, even, you know this. Surgeon. Yes. So Madonna had mentioned that to one of her friends who was who was a friend of Al's manager, and that ended up getting back oh. to Al and and because because Madonna really wanted it, he did it. But he hates suggestions. He doesn't take suggestions anymore. Oh, really? Oh, yes. this is cool. This is good to know. I didn't know this. I, I, like I said, I really did research on this because I wanted to I wanted to to find questions that would stump the pup. And so far, oh, I am totally winning. Stumped. You're doing a good job. You are totally winning. <laughs> All right. Now, this one, because you are a mathy pup, I have a good Math. feeling about. What okay. number 
creeps up in many of Al's songs? <laughs> um, like a surgeon. No, that's not it. Uh, let me think about this. Um, <laughs> I oh, wow. <laughs> like I think if I thought through the lyrics of every Weird Al song, I know probably I get would it, yeah. figure it out. But I don't think any for wants me to like sit, listen to me thinking like. I had two weeks of vacation. I'm coming. And then going through every song that I know by Weird Al. So I'm just going to say. Actually, I think it's in that song. Um, It's not two. There is a number two. Uh, two, weeks two is in the number. It's not two. Two is in the number. It's a two-digit number, and two is in the number. Um. Okay, so what numbers are in Biggest Ball of Twine in Minnesota? I want to say I think it is in see, there. Let's see. There is. Um, we couldn't wait to get there, so we drove straight through. Through, oh, I know what it is. We couldn't wait to get there, so we drove straight through for three whole. No days and nights. No. I was going to say twelve. Where is twelve in the song? Well, before I say twelve, let me look at uh, think 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 about other numbers in this song. If any of you first are still listening, you're amazing. Yeah, this is just listening to me try and think, and that's horrible. Uh, finally, at 7.37, early Wednesday evening, as the sun was sit- setting in the Minnesota sky. Do, do, do. But it's not 37. Nope. Except that's never two in it. I'm just going to say 12. Nope. I give up. I'll say 27. 12. That 27? Yeah, I should have kept going. Yes. So Because they um they could uh, – the, the kids were so um, excited they couldn't wait to – they, uh, well, whatever it goes, it goes. The kids were so excited. They sang 20, uh, 99 bottles of beer on the wall for 27 the 27th time. time that day. Yes. That's where it comes from. Yes. Oh, my so uh, apparently he puts that in there because oh, he wow. thinks it's a pretty funny number. So that's a good reason. That's to, another, uh, another, oh, another strike, Taven. I am proud of myself for knowing the line from which that came. Like I just knew yes. that line. <laughs> All right. So you should know this one because this is one of your favorite albums, I think. What Weird Al, this is question number seven. What Weird Al album was the first comedy album to be, to debut at number one in over 50 years? Let's see. I'm thinking through the, there's original, there's in 3D, there's Dare to be Stupid, and then there's, no, it's not Poker Party. No. It's got to be, ah, uh, but then there's things like, um, or no comedy, sad, no comedy yeah. album had de- had debuted at number one in the over 50 years of the top 100. I'm going to say Dare to be Stupid. No. Oh, Mandatory God. fun. Really? Yep. Mandatory fun. I think there's a lot of people out there that don't know what life is because that's not the correct answer. But no, it was the first one that he got that, that, that hit the Billboard Top 100. But but the thing is, and it debuted should not at number have. one. I mean, there's other better ones. There, there that, are, but, but it's okay. a good one. They're all good. Come on. Yeah. Well, okay. So we have to remember that um, this pup is more old school Weird Al, not new school True. Weird Al. There's, yeah, there's mandatory good, fun I mean, is newer. Good new school, but yeah. Um, yeah, it is. So maybe that's why I didn't know. Maybe. Anyway, okay. All right. All right. Okay. Let's try to redeem yourself on question number eight. Let's see if I can get. Let's see if I can get one right here. What? Fast food chain wouldn't hire Al when he needed a job, and why wouldn't they hire him? I actually do know this. Well, at one point, I actually did know this one. Um, oh, I totally knew this at one point. I'll give you a hint. 
When we're going okay. to BLFC, where do you like to stop? Uh, so I was, yeah, hey, I was going to McDonald's. Yes. Because, yay. And just for the record, I was actually going to say McDonald's before the hint. So now that, that hint. <laughs> yeah, I know. I can tell. Me. It was totally on the tip of your, of your puppy nose. It was on the tip of my, but the reason why, uh, was it because he had too many pineapples on his shirt? Very close. He was overqualified. I'm going to give you that one. That one is definitely, uh, uh, got it. I get, I get one. One point out of 10. All right. Nice. Question number nine. Oh my God. Many people know Weird Al is a talented musician and songwriter. But do you know the names of the two children's books he's authored? I'm going to say I do not. Did you even know he had authored could, two children's books? I See, I did not even know that. I did not either. This one was a really tough one. And I, I was like, ooh. And so when I answered the question, I answered wrong. When I, so the answer is, oh, by the way, you got to, because you didn't know this one. Oh, yeah, um, yes, I do. The answer is, my new teacher... And the other book is When I Grow Up. So even if they couldn't listen to his parodies yet, Al wanted to be able to give his kid fans something. You're muted again. You're muted still. Why are you muted, pup? I, you I couldn't find my thing. Hi, <laughs> muted pup. Anyway, yes, that's very – no, I that is not, definitely something I did not know. And those are not the titles I would have guessed. No, I would not have either. And, and I think it's very sweet of him to do something like that. Oh, yeah, totally. Because, totally. like, I as a kid growing up, reading was one of my favorite things. And, like, kids' books are awesome to read, as you well know. I do because I've been known to you do You have that. been known to read a kid's book now and then. I have. Question number 10. This one is for all the marbles. Oh, my cow. This one is probably the hardest question I on here because I did not know this. And since I couldn't get anything else, really, uh, this will be great. This will be great. So what grade did Al skip in elementary school? Third. Oh, very close. But no. The answer is second grade. So oh. Al attended kindergarten a year early and also skipped the second nice. grade. His scholastic promotion was Very not cool. popular with older classmates, and he was bullied as a kid. Oh. Yes, which is kind of sad. I mean, he is a genius. I'm not surprised. It's, yeah. It's very... No, he, he, he completely bypassed the second grade. He was too smart. And like now he's like looks at this book. Well, he doesn't because he's nice. But if he weren't so nice, he'd look at the bullies and like call him up and say, "Hey, yeah, remember me?" Well, guess what? Yes, <laughs> uh, yeah. Now I'm rich and famous, and nanner nanner nanner. Yeah. I, I can't imagine. And now I it. have, I have a weird Al trivia for <gasps> you. Oh, okay. And by the way, it was actually just a little bit ago I realized when you said. It's right up your alley. <laughs> I, I got that. I got it now. But uh, I love those okay, puns so that not, take a while. Word, it it is. It, it's a slow burn. Slow burn. Um. See, how do I phrase? I I mean, I know the answer and what it is. So I, I have to just come up with the um, the question. Ooh, how to Jeopardy. phrase it? So. Jeopardy. So what 
it's not quite Jeopardy. It's the other way around. Right. But so, what animated current? Well, current as in like the last decade. Okay. So, what current animated show did Weird Al do a voice for one of the characters for? And what was that character's name? Ooh. And bonus, if you know which episode it was. Was it? Let's see. yeah. Let's start with the even show. My Little Pony. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> Do a ding, ding, ding. Do a ding, ding, ding. And I don't oh, remember what character job. he played, but I did remember that he did voice uh, My Little Pony. He did. Um, yeah, so he was the pony cheese sandwich <gasps> in the My Little Pony Francis Magic episode uh, called Pinky Pride. Aw. Yeah. That's cute. And I think he showed up actually in a, another episode, but I think that was his debut. So, um... All you furs out there, check out, especially if you're brony furs, uh, check out the My Little Pony Mine is my ah My Little Pony Friends Are Magic episode, uh Pinky Pride, and go check out Weird Al playing cheese sandwich. Nice, nice. So bonus question for you. What oh. 1980s-ish movie did it was a, it was an animated movie? Did Weird Al do an original song for? And what was the original song? Is animated, you say? Because it, it, it's not animated. Okay. Well, if it's not animated, I would say Revenge of the Nerds. No, it's, because this is an that. animated movie, though, from, from the animated. 80s. So I, I'd like to say I get half a point for knowing yes, that yes. anyway. But animated that he did. And I'll give you another hint. It wasn't I played, the last unicorn. I played it. <laughs> I played it during during my set. Oh wow! All this, all these answers are in your set. Yes. Um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. No, no, no that no, wasn't no. animated. What, I only um, played one Weird Al song, one actual Weird Al song during my set, and it was from this movie. Was I there? You you were there, because I waited for you to get there to play the song. Oh well, dare to be stupid, but what animated show was Transformers that on? the movie? Oh, yes. see, I don't know if I knew that. Which, okay. going back to the, one of the videos I sent you from a group of Transformers called the Cybertronic Spree, who did a cover oh. of Dare to be Stupid that had Weird Al on it. I see. But yeah, Weird Al did that. It's, it all comes Weird around. Al did that song for Transformers the movie. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Well, that was exciting. That was and, exciting. Uh, I didn't know things. And, and, and so I think you have a very stupid joke you made up. Oh, I do. I, I do this every now and then when I make up jokes and I say them on the show. So I have another one that I made up. Actually, it's probably been made up before, but I had not heard it. So that's why I say I made it up. And it goes like this. I did a lot of work on my Volvo and stretched it into a te Tesla. It was elongated. That, that joke is really <laughs> musky. It was a good joke. There was a lot of musks. A lot of musks surrounding that, that joke. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I want to say that that particular Tesla had an a blue Orion fill around it. I don't know that 
<laughs> I think did I say that right? I think I did that right. No, no Blue Origin is is uh, the the Amaz- Jeff Bezos. Oh, I got it wrong. I I was so close. I was so close. Close okay. enough. Yeah. You the knew billionaires with billionaires with so much money that they have their own space company. It is now time for furries in the news. Tabin, do that thing. interesting one so tabin why don't you tell us about our first story Ah. um i (laughs) you disappeared i got scared um i i know where'd i go so uh for any for that remembers about the annual gold good furry awards uh this is the the fifth one is this year and the nominations are now now open so for any for that doesn't know the Good Furry Award is an annual award that debuted in 2019. Each year, the award will be presented to one furry or group of furries to recognize them for outstanding spirit in the furry community. So, for example, we've had like a uh, Cassidy Civet. Um, we've had some other good things. We've had um, I was nominated last year. Last year, we presented the Good Furry Awards at BLFC with Ask Papa Bear, who um, does this. And, uh, we've had him on the show, and it's really great. So that's really great. The winner will receive a check for $500 and a crystal trophy of recognition. The award money can be used at the winner's discretion. Although, of course, we would not be surprised if it is used to attend a convention or buy something furry. We would endorse that, actually. I 100% endorse that. (laughs) Um, And also, the winner gets to have a free banner ad posted on the Ask Papa Bear website. And also, for all you furs that don't know, Shout out to askpapabear.com is basically the Ann Landers, dear Abby of the furry fandom, answers lots of great questions that furries have and furries are having trouble. So they write in and he has good information and post it on the website. It's a really good place to go. Uh, so please go check that out. But he also hosts the Good Furry Award, so you can go there and nominate. Just go to www.askpapabear.com, Good Furry Award that is hyphenated there and stuff but if you go to the main website you can get there and also the lifetime achievement award is also returning this year and so that's great so you can nominate online at askpapabear.com slash good furry nomination form and nominate probably if it's last year i haven't checked it out but the nomination form probably closes what like uh march or april i I think so yeah i think so i'll we'll double check that uh and these links will be in the show notes 
So while you first go in, and if there's a good furry, so these good fur, by the way, good furry, what do we mean by that? We mean furs that have contributed to the fandom. They're not poppy furs necessarily. They're just furs that have contributed to the fandom, done lots of charity work, just been seen and known to be very positive influence at cons and just generally in the in the fandom, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so it's a good furry word. It's, it's uh, furs we want to recognize that should be recognized um, because they don't get any other recognition. So uh, go in and check it out. You can go in and see previous winners um, and, and previous nominations and, and all that thing and see um, what kind of furs have been out there. And I do want to so mention that the $500 cash prize comes directly out of Grubbs Grizzly's pocket. Directly out of Papa Bear's pocket. This yeah. is a you know a, a labor of love for him, and he does it because he loves the community. Yeah, it's very nice. It's very, very nice. Of very, very very nice. nice. Um, I was very shocked when I found out that the money all comes from his pocket. Yeah, no, very nice, very nice. We interrupt this podcast for breaking news from our correspondent, Barely Normal, at FC 2023. Oh, hey, hi, Barely Normal here from BFFT. I'm chatting with a couple of folks at Further Confusion for the Off-Kai Expo. And who am I talking with? Hi, I'm uh, Lysander. And hey, I'm Rat. Hi. So tell us all about this Off-Kai Expo. Yeah, uh, we're a brand new uh, convention that just started last year. We're having our second event in Burlingame, California. Uh, we're a convention focused around VTubers. Uh, so essentially, people who stream online with anime or furry avatars. Uh, and all the tech around it, including VR chat and things like that. So how many cons have you had so far? Uh, just the one from last year. Uh, it was our first convention, and we had uh, 714 attendees. Nice. And uh, you here, are you pre-registering people here today? Uh, yes. Uh, we're, we are doing uh, pre-registrations. Uh, they're open right now at, at offkaiexpo.com slash reg uh, if uh, you're interested. Yeah. And uh, when is the con going to happen in 2023? Uh, the 2023 con will be on uh, June 16th. Uh, yeah, so about six months from now, and it's in uh, Burlingame, California, which is right next to San Francisco Airport. Awesome. And how much does it cost to attend? Uh, the, we currently have a deal going on right now where you get $10 off using uh, the code FLYER, uh, and it is $85 right now. For the whole weekend. All right. Well, thank you very much for being on the podcast. Uh, thank you very much for interviewing us. Yeah, ha- have a good con. Enjoy for con. Thank you. Okay, uh, Barely uh, Normal with Barely Furcasting here once again. I'm standing here with, what's your name? Smudge. Smudge. And uh, how many times have you been to Furcon? Uh, twice. Twice. And which one is your favorite? Uh, oh, oh, oh no. I wasn't ready for this part. Ooh. Well, this one, because I'm here right now. Well, that's good. That's good. So what have you done at the con so far? Uh, I did the parade. Uh, I got wet in the rain. Okay. I ate a bunch of food. Okay. Uh, I dealt with horrible jet lag. All right. Where'd you come from? Boston. Boston. Wow, good for you. Yeah. Long trip. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's about it. That's about it? All right, what are you gonna do today? Well okay, uh I gotta go to Taylor's Ten. Uh-huh. Uh I gotta I gotta stop being so sweaty. Maybe good good call. The other order. Flip that around first. Sorry. Okay, less you know, sweating and less then, sweating then, and then, then and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you know. All right. That's about it. Yeah. Great. All right. Well, thanks for coming on and talking to me for just a few minutes. Thank you. Is this edible, by the way? Oh, no, it's not edible. No, no, no. Don't, don't use the microphone. All right. All right. No, it doesn't at all. All right. Uh, barely normal here once again. It's uh, further confusion. And I'm standing here with Coda. How are you today, Coda? Excellent. 
That's great. What have you been doing here at FC? Uh, I've just been hanging out with some friends. I'm seeing somebody I haven't in quite a while and enjoying being a giant, fluffy, pretend uh, bear wolf hybrid. <laughs> bear wolf hybrid. Okay. Yeah. Both, as, as I like to call it. Nice. Nice. And what's on your agenda for today? Uh, today, I'm going to uh, do this for a little bit. Maybe go do a birthday dinner with a friend. A birthday dinner? And then I uh, hit up some of the more... Uh, maybe fun adult parts of the con, go to the night market tonight. So. Oh, yeah, 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 night market's good. Yeah, yeah, good, cool, cool. All right, well, thanks for coming on the show and chatting with me for a few seconds. You're welcome. <laughs> take care. All right, take care. Bye. Fairly normal here at the FC 2023, and I'm with, what's your name, a young man or young lady? My name is Kiwashi. Kiwashi? Nice, and is this your very first furcon? Yes. What do you think so far? What have you been doing so far? Uh, I was in the spring parade. Like, I got to go to the dealer's den. Nice. Did you spend any money at the dealer's den? Yeah. Yeah, what'd you buy? Uh, I got the... A kerchief, all right. Yeah. And And what are you? Nice. All right. Well, you have a great time, and uh, thank you for being on my show. So, uh, Barely Forecasting, Barely Normal here with, uh, who am I with? Slime. And what are you exactly? Um, I'm a slime. A slime. Okay. Well, you have a weapon. Yes. A natural thing. It's a sword, but in-game, they register it as a dagger. A dagger. All right. So, is this your first furry icon? Yep. And what do you think so far? It feels... A lot like the other conventions I've been to, but at the same time, it's like a bit of a new kind of flavor. It's like uh, it's a new kind of sprinkles you put on some vanilla. All right. All right. All right. So what have you done so far? Mostly spend my money. <laughs> That's very common around here. Yes, indeed. So what do you got planned for the rest of the day? I don't know. Maybe walk around a bit, pop in on a few panels. Apparently, there's, like, parties in hotel rooms. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of parties tonight. There were some parties last night up on the fourth floor of the Marriott. Fourth floor, eh? Yep, the whole floor is a party. All right, I'll have to check that out. It's not my story at, like, eight, don't they? Correct, correct. Well, thanks for being on my show. Uh, have a great time, and we'll talk to you again soon. We now return you to your regularly scheduled podcast. All right, so I don't know, but did you know that we were at a con last weekend called A&W? I had heard that somewhere. <laughs> so, yes, while we were at this con, did you know that the Los Angeles Rams were in our hotel? I actually heard that. Yes. It was crazy. Apparently, I yeah. Heard that. So, I guess they 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 booked them during the con. Uh apparently one of the one of the guys put Week 18, so many news and notes. One to pass along. There's a furry convention going on in the Rams team hotel in Seattle this weekend. And so most of the tweets that, that were kind of uh, upvoted and popular were very po- were very positive. Uh, I will post the links to That's this nice. story. Uh, a lot of it was very cute. Even even a furry got in on it. And uh, yeah. It was it was a very positive experience. We didn't have any problems with any of the football players, and I don't think they had any problems with us. I don't think so either. I am. Um, I remember actually in the elevator. I think it was the last day or, or day I was I was checking out, leaving, 
and we were in the elevator and some they were definitely not furries. I feel that I forget exactly, but I think they were Rams fans. Oh. I don't think they were the players, but actually Rams fans. And I ever heard them saying to each other one said that sharing the space with the Anthro Northwest was a very favorable and nice experience, basically. Good. And they were, you know, so other attendees were, they knew that we were there and um, was really, thought it was a really great experience. Yeah. So that was that was very nice. I'm hoping all the, the Rams players actually felt the same way. I hope so too, because they did not win their game because they, they fell to the Seahawks oh. 19 to 16. So so I'm hoping they don't oh, blame us. My for their for their turn of bad luck <laughs> they they were all entranced by the fluff it was all our fault. oh probably <laughs> probably they just could not could not hold back the joy at seeing all of us fluffs exactly exactly so that's all the news i have what about you Anything else from you? I have no news other than I would like to really quickly. We've we've taken up so much of um, our listeners' time yes, that have. I want to really quick talk through a few upcoming events that you may already tell know us about of that. these upcoming events. So we have. Oh, and you're missing TFF. Well, oh, but that's later. Yes, March. later. Yes. Mid March. Okay. Well, I'll just say, any Anthro North weekend is January twenty twenty. 20 through 22 in Boston, Massachusetts. Anthro Expo 2023, January 27 through 29 in Oklahoma City. Scotiacon. Scotiacon. It's February 3 through 6 in United Kingdom. And Vancouver is March 2 through 5 in the Sheridan Vancouver Glass Guildford, Guildford Hotel. And also TFF is after that. Yes. And that's very exciting. So that's the upcoming events. Yay, upcoming events. <laughs> Taven, I think we have taken enough time out of our listeners, our poor, poor I, listeners' I, I, day. I really feel so. Yeah. Uh, all our listeners, so if you're still listening, the next thing I was going to do was do a math thing. But I think I'm going to save that for next week when I'm going to have Barely and Rain both uh, participate in the we math that I was going to do. Put our bear and raccoon brains together and try and figure out your math. I, I think this will be a fun, exciting endeavor to be had. I do, too. I do, too. I don't know why I sounded like a pirate there for a second, but I did. I do too. <laughs> I do too. Uh, my first love be the sea. <laughs> I matey. I matey. Ah, uh, anyways, <laughs> I hear some music in the background. I just want to tell every fur thanks for listening. We love you all. Stay furry, moo bark fluff, and take it away, Tabin. I take it away. Take it away. To the Fluffmobile. And I say thank you all you furs out there if, uh, for listening to us. It means a lot to us. Uh, it's been a crazy last um, pretty month. You know, I have been gone and, and barely has been on. But he's had um, rains uh, come in. TikTok's been coming in. So it's been kind of all over the place. But um, we plan to from now on. Not on. But we're going to get back into the rhythm of things. But at least going to be next week and we'll be doing the thing. Anyway, thank you all you furs for listening to us. It means so so much that you do of course you can support us through patreon and ko-fi and all that good stuff but if nothing else just listening to us and knowing that we entertain and uh educate you just means a lot to us so we can't wait to hug you in the fluff at a con someday but we haven't recently and i guess all i have to say is can't wait to bark it next week until next time move bark fluff stay free bark bark well said
Barely Forecasting is an Injured Nerve Studio production and is found on all major podcast platforms or can be heard directly at barelyforecasting.com. The opinions expressed here are those of the hosts and the guests, and no commercial compensation was granted. The Forecast is produced, recorded, and directed by Barely Normal aka Mike Began and is edited by Barely Normal and associate editor Rain Raccoon. This week's episode was guest produced recorded and edited by Rain Raccoon. Opening and closing theme music as well as some interstitial music was created for Injured Nerves Productions for the use on the podcast by our music associate Reg Day with Damian Tanuki. If you would like to hear more music by Reg Day, you can search for Tweezer Beak on Bandcamp or Hoop Loop Tunes on SoundCloud. Other interstitial and background music by Shane Ivers through SilvermanSound.com, Gator Tots on SoundCloud.com and the YouTube Free Use Library. Social media presences is maintained by Ziggy the Meme Weasel. Transformation Station is written and directed by Lux Operon with Rain Raccoon and is edited by Rain Raccoon. You can send us a message via email at barelyforecasting at gmail.com or on our Telegram chat at BFFT chat, on Twitter, on our Facebook page or on the barelyforecasting.com webpage. The show is supported through donations at ko-fi.com forward slash barelyforecasting, or through Patreon at patreon.com slash barelyforecasting. Thanks for listening, we hope you come back and listen next week. Music